just missed the dot, but we did not hit the following dot, so it's fine. Um, hey, hey, Brian, do you want to know who else didn't hit a dot? Huh? Pro. Oh God. Got him. Oh Hate man, him. it's gonna be th- this episode is gonna be a lot of bitching and moaning, followed mm-hmm. by probably some uh, some in our feels takes, followed by realistic takes followed by talking about messy and then it'll just kind of end um you know that's just kind of how it's gonna go hi john hey brian how's it going buddy how are you i'm here uh i did just get uh, we talked about it for me live i did just uh get a psvr2 and i'm very stoked to use that after this stream so uh i don't know can we like fast forward like 45 minutes and (laughs) i don't have to talk about all the shit that happened in the past week and a half I mean, at some level, if that's what you want to do, we could have a very short show. But I also feel like we should still have a show. Oh, we're so. we're, we're gonna go and like I said a second ago in the in the opening, we're gonna go until it just kind of ends. Um, yeah, that's usually how these things go, though, right? Yeah, that's by and large. Yeah. Uh, before we get into anything soccer, uh, last time we had a Nashville sound check, we had not done the has been rebrand yet. Um, so if you're looking and you're like, whoa, why is the name of the channel different? Uh, <laughs> it's because we are now has been it's it, all the tags are has been entertainment or just simply has been. Um, it opens up a yeah. lot of uh, room for us to do stuff outside of soccer uh, and and still, you know, do sports, stuff like that. But just so you're aware, that's happening. We also have another podcast now called called Quality Content. Uh, it's me and Chris Jones, and then we kind of alternate out two or three other hosts um, at any given time. You will see John on there, silly little guy. Um, it It's literally fucking anything. We're brainstorming today talking about, you know, should we do best college football slash, you know, NFL player names draft kind of thing. Um, it's fun shit like that. I would I would unironically be suggesting uh, Key and Peel made up names <laughs> like they were real people yeah i'd be defending them earnestly oh man okay we gotta we gotta talk soccer we gotta do it we have to do it we have to do it nashville C, why do you hurt me so where do we start um i mean i feel like we start with philadelphia but we could uh we could get through that pretty aggressively yeah okay let's start this off with uh a disclaimer stop don't throw shit um <laughs> do not throw shit and I, I i one that person fuck you don't throw shit two everyone outside of nsc circles and some people inside of nsc circles let's pump the brakes a little bit it was one person threw a bottle and then everyone told them to stop you know like i think that clearly means brian that clearly means the entire section needs a ban yeah let's let's Just let's forever let's no one the no one there can ever come back to a game ever again because like that's I, what that means i i was uh my girlfriend's with me at that game she's had a little bit of a knee issue so we were in the seat backs on the other side of the stadium so i was not in the ruckus of it happening but from a distance i saw one bottle being thrown right and then immediately Everyone, including players on the field, capos, other fans, went to stop the situation and no more shit was thrown, right? Um, To my knowledge, I mean, I don't know. I was on the other side of the field. There were more, there were probably like four things total. 
Yeah. But it was like four things in 10 seconds. And then everybody was like, hey, what if we fucking didn't? Yeah. So let's let's chill out on throwing shit. Um, that being said, that Philadelphia game was the biggest shit show of a sporting event I have ever seen in my entire life. And yeah. I was telling my girlfriend during the game and after the game, we lost that game. I am not saying, I'm not going to be, you know, the fan we make fun of in every other fan base. I am not saying the ref is the reason we lost. No, we should, there was plenty of chances we should have scored. You win regardless of the ref. The ref made bad calls both ways. That ref, I have never seen a ref lose control of a game faster and to that degree. Uh, I mean, I have, but that was uh, Cincinnati on Saturday, and we'll get there in a minute. Um, I The thing that's so frustrating about the Philadelphia game is so much of the dialogue is going to be about the red cards and how, in my opinion, ultimately they were the right decision. Mm-hmm. I don't remember Dan's first yellow, but his second yellow, stone cold every day of the week. Yeah. And Carranza and Shaq like smack down at midfield. I personally, I feel like those are reds. I don't, so I don't think they're the reds, thing that, man. The thing, well, that's the, that's the discussion I had with clay at lunch today was he didn't think they were reds either. And I'm like, listen, as long as they are, they are both whatever they are. There's equal punishment. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. Um, but what I do have a problem with is the inconsistency of we got no calls. Yeah. Like Nathan Harriel full on tackles Schaffelberg at the, the far touch line. See, that's what well, I'm saying. Far, far, far for us. You, yeah. And you it wasn't see even that a foul. You see that nothing's called. Then later yeah. in the game, I'd argue the exact same thing, not, not the exact same thing, but two players collide. I'd argue should have a, a similar a outcome to that and it's a yeah. straight red and and the only way the only way I can I can explain it is at that point the ref had lost control of the game the ref was in his own head had um was probably mad and and just it almost seemed scared at times yeah um yeah. and just started throwing cards around and you know what after the game I, multiple people looked it up. It was the same ref from the uh, Columbus game the week before that had a similar oh, yeah. outcome. This dude yep. has refed 10 total MLS matches. And in those 10 total MLS MLS matches, and I could, I'm pulling these mom- numbers from memory, so I could be incorrect here, but it was like 56 yellow cards and like 10 to 12 reds in 10 matches. That's in- fucking insane. No, his, in the 10 matches, because he, he's done 11 now. He he refed again on Saturday, which no one knows why. Yeah. And um, it was 10 matches, 50 yellows even. And I want to say it was something like six to eight reds, which is an absurd. Whatever it is, statistic. It's, it's to the point where like very similar to when you were in school or college or whatever, where it's like, okay, more than half the class failed the test. It's on the teacher yeah. at that point, you know? Yeah. If there's that many yellows and reds given out during a game, during 10 games by one referee, it's on the ref at that point. Yeah. Well, and Titan Broncos in chat brought up from the the, uh, Toronto-Chicago game that Sergi Boyko refed on Saturday 
there were only two total yellows in the entire game, yeah. which at this point is anomalous for his MLS refereeing career. And you have to imagine that's like pro sat him down and they said, you have one chance to not fuck this up. Well, and then, and then both coaches and, and, and I went, looked at, looked at, uh, uh, statements from previous games, players, whatever. If you tried to talk to him, it was a yellow. It, yeah. He would not discuss anything with anybody. And in fact, I think that happened with Teal earlier in the game, if I remember correctly. It, there, I don't know if it was earlier te- in the game, but Teal got the dumbest yellow for for um descent in Teal, that game. Like Teal he, was getting mm-hmm. punched in the back and pointed mm-hmm. at the guy and then walked up I mean, granted aggressively because he's pissed at this point because the game's gone out of hand. He goes up to the ref and then is immediately shown a yellow card. Like as a referee, you know, in an emotional game between two teams at the top of the table, uh, between two good teams and a game that's already proven to be, to be chippy. Like you have to know that players are going to be emotional and your job is to bring that down, not piss off everyone on the field at once. You know, Um, now if Teal was saying something inappropriate or doing it every single, you know, time he came across the ref, then sure, yellow for descent. But from at least my point of view, it was the first time he had made a stink about anything the entire game. And the dude immediately pulls out a card. Fuck the the Philly coach is complaining because I believe he got a card for for saying like, what the fuck? You know, like. Not even being aggressive, like literally just saying what the fuck, and he gave the Philly coach a yellow card. Like, chill out, my guy. Like, yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And, and I have I have my complaints about the Cincinnati game, and we'll get to it. But like, yeah, I I think this was by far in my at least my experience the worst officiated game of any sport I've ever seen in person. Oh, I don't know that I agree with that. Um, Clay and I were actually, we, I had lunch with Clay today and we talked about, he talked about two of the most comical uh, VAR decisions that have gone against Nashville and both were last year. And they were both very good points. They were horrible in the moment. Um, It's in the conversation. Said Philly's coach got a foul for reacting to the plus 14 at the end of the game. Yeah, Yeah, I think that's completely fair though. Plus 14 in that game was not a good decision. Either way, either way, if both coaching staffs and players and fans are complaining that this ref was fucking horrible, it's a horrible ref. Yeah. (laughs) And and for the most part, part, and you'll see fans say like, yeah, we lost the game because of this ref. And you can make arguments that like, okay, both the Phillies goals came off of PKs, right? Um, Which I think were both valid penalty kicks um but like it it's just fucking wild like i I i'm at a loss for words i'm i'm just like overly frustrated with with pro referees and it's not getting better no i would say if anything for for us as nashville fans it is actively getting worse yeah um because my my mailbag question for tim and west this week was uh, is there a pro conspiracy against Nashville SC? People are talking, <laughs> and I feel like I know that's tongue a... in cheek, and you're and you're joking, but like 
It's not even I'm starting to believe it, bro. I'm genuinely starting to believe it. I, I don't, I don't know. It, because there's no I mean, consistency getting, in anything. I understand at some level. I understand not even reviewing the penalty shout in stoppage time against Philadelphia. It's a two goal game. Nashville's down a man making it two one doesn't really help anything. But if it's a handball, it's a fucking handball. Yeah. Like that felt like game management and it shouldn't have been. Yeah. That's that's unfair. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cincinnati game. Let's let's dip into that. Um, what did I what did I miss in the first half? Because I was at a birthday dinner for my wife. Uh, did Zimmerman scored in the first half. I heard that on the radio. Yeah. Um, Listen to it on the drive home. I think Nashville, for the most part, surprisingly, uh, up until the red cards, handled their shit well, right? Like, we, we were missing yeah. three of our four starters on the back line. Um, we don't have Godoy. Like, I, it wasn't pretty. It was never going to be pretty. But we, we, scored, we scored a goal, and, mm-hmm. and their first goal came off of an unfortunate penalty kick. I, I feel for Alex Moyle in that situation. Um, did, did you see the the first? So I haven't yet. He no. was he was literally just trying to extend to block across, and it he he did he didn't tuck his hands in. He was extending, and his arms were out, and it hit his arm. PK, they score. Yeah. Unfortunate, right? But sh- that shit happens. Up until that point, we had handled ourselves well. It wasn't pretty. It was never going to be pretty. We're not going to have possession. People were going to bitch and moan that we did not play well. But realistically, going into that game, we did okay. Yeah. And then it fell apart. <laughs> yeah, I have I have thoughts about um, those. Uh, Taylor's I, I don't like because... Um, I don't think it was mentioned in chat earlier and I've talked about it multiple times in discord since Saturday. I don't think the ref remembered Taylor was on a yellow. He didn't he gave the second one. He might have that's not like, given that yellow if he would have remembered he was on a yellow. Like, yeah, that's it was, exactly what I think it was. It was a, I could see that foul being your first yellow. I cannot see that being why you're kicked out of a match. And yeah. Like, unless it, unless he had been warned over and over and over again. Right. Which, yeah, to our knowledge, he had the, been. At the same time, though, and I feel like this would be someone like Gary's argument, like he would recognize the conspiracy aspect of it to to himself privately, but outwardly he would say something like Taylor still has to do better in that moment. Yeah, and he's not wrong. It's just frustrating. And then, and then, correct me if I'm wrong. The Fafa red was literally him just like shoulder bumping a guy as he completely a legitimate yellow card. That's a yellow card every game fine i have i have no trouble with that and again i don't remember his first yellow so and and we'll get to this in a second because i think i don't think there is a um what's the word uh discipline problem but there's a discipline issue i I don't i don't know how to there's a man management problem yeah uh is what i think it is that we unfortunately had the worst ref game I have ever seen immediately mm-hmm. followed by and fuck you some Cincinnati fans who found about the team found out about their team in the last three months and don't know this is a rivalry, but a, a rivalry that goes back to another league. Um, yeah. 
a, a big emotional match. And, and I, I, I think the F- Fafa's second yellow was it a second? Yeah, he got two yellows, not yeah. a straight red. Yeah, Fafa's no, second it, it was... yellow was something that I think, and he might have been, and I don't know. That's like that for me is like a stern talking to, and like you're getting kicked the fuck out if you do that again, because like it's an emotional match. That stuff is gonna happen. Um, it's it's one thing if he hadn't put as much force into it as he did. Like if he had just nudged him shoulder to shoulder, yeah. that's one thing. But he like <clears throat> took some steps, got a start, and put a shoulder between a guy's shoulder blades. Yeah. Like that's a, that's a yellow. That's if fair. anything, that's closer to a red for violent conduct than it is a talking to. That's that's again that's that's completely fair. Uh, and and in so, this this game, like I, again, I am not saying and will not say we lost that game because of the refs. Um, yeah, were, was Taylor's call kind of soft? Uh, yes. Um, was was Cincinnati finishing with eleven on the field also soft? Yes. Yes. Lucho uh, put his studs into Mawil at midfield, and again, I didn't watch the first half, so I I only heard about that tackle on Taylor, where it was like studs raking down heel, and that's commonly a red. Yeah. So it, I don't know. But I'm very frustrated to the point of conspiracy. It is, as a Nashville fan, watching these two games that, because we had these two games with almost a full squad back that just went almost a full squad that went off the fucking rails, right? Prior to that, we did not have a full squad and we were limping along. So while I'm very upset and everyone's very upset, I want everyone to sit back, take a breath, right nope. we're currently take a breath we're currently nope. in fourth right i'm talking shit at the meet the Dumb. team event tomorrow shut the fuck up we <laughs> we <laughs> we are currently in fourth right we have at least it appears a a answer at striker coming in uh who cannot be worse than what we've seen over the past year and a half right um we have hopefully I mean, after can't. some susp- some suspensions our full team back after this break, okay? Yeah. Think about the team before this losing streak and add surge to it. You're excited, right? Uh, the, ba- you, the back half of the season it- will be fine. I don't know what you mean back half. There's like nine games the, left. The back third of this season. <laughs> We're so far past the halfway point of the season, which it doesn't feel like it because to me, it feels like halfway is when the transfer window should be. Um, so I feel like there's artificially less of the season now. Yeah. But regardless, dude, like be upset. Like not, not you, everyone listening to this, be upset at this losing streak, but let's keep into perspective that we are fourth close to third close to second we were literally just in second like two games ago there's yeah there's time to move back up to that we are adding a player back we have kind of this weird break where like they're good probably gonna rest everyone against colorado i imagine they'll put out a good team against toluca and then if we don't advance we get we get a rest right um and if we do advance cool there's a chance for champions league if we advance like whatever we will be fine. Everyone take a breath. You felt the emotions this past week and over the weekend. Use your thinking cap. It's going to be okay. 
it'll be fine. Okay, but hear me out here. Oh, God. What if we what burned if, it all down? What if no? <laughs> what if what if we didn't do that? Um, because I have completely lost faith in the front office's ability to do anything. How? So the fact that there's not a player signed yet, the the yes. optics of if he's announced tomorrow at the Meet the Team event, that is going to feel very bad for me where it's like you lined this up for a publicity stunt and you could, in my mind, again, I don't know all the, the variables and how this actually works. Yeah. But it would feel like you could have had him two weeks ago and you fucking waited to just unveil him at this event. So would feel kind of bullshitty to me based off of some of the stuff I, I read and, and you know, whatever when he came to the U S it appeared he visited a couple teams. It also appeared that there were some, uh, uh, championship teams in the mix as well. Right. Yeah. Nashville had a wine and dine this guy. These negotiations take time. I'm I'm not concerned about the timing of it. I want him signed. I want him announced and signed this week so he can be in training and throw him out there against, you know, Columbus and and have him on the bench versus Toulouse. Not Columbus, I'm sorry. Colorado. <laughs> well, it's um, like we've played Columbus No, I'm at Colorado and have him on the bench versus Toluca and put him in if you think think he's ready. Let let this part of the year where we're getting games that really don't matter, let him yeah. test the water, get used to it then, and then be ready to go for the back nine or ten games of the year. And then by playoffs, hopefully he's good to go. I And I, we're all traumatized <laughs> by the Ake Loba situation. Yeah. Um, and I get it. But if I had to make a striker in a lab for Gary Smith, I would make a six-three Englishman, and that's, that's what probably, Surridge that's is. Probably true, actually. Yeah. Um, Jay Mazza in chat is referencing uh, how Shaq's deal took six months, and I have the same opinion of that as I do this. Um, think of how much better last season would have gone if Shaq arrived in February and not July. That's fair. That that was half of a season essentially wasted. Yeah. So it happens and things take time and I understand that, but understanding that does not mean I have to like that. And Agreed. I don't like And that's it. what this podcast is. We just go fucking nuts for about 30 to 45 minutes and then try to put in a little nugget of of common sense but then ignore it. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the vibe. Yeah. Uh okay, sir. No, I also I also heard Surge is in town. Like yeah. he was in town over the weekend. Um, I don't know. Did anyone spot him at the Beyonce concert? I was, you know, not <laughs> I, there. I would not doubt. I would be so shocked if he wasn't already in town and doing some sort of. I, I don't know if he's eligible, eligible for training until he signs. He may have signed, and we just don't know it. Um, yeah. If there's one thing I've learned from this transfer window in the last couple is Nashville SC is pretty good about keeping things under wraps. Who's what? to say no. who's to say he didn't sign the first day of the window and just nobody knows and he's been at training? Very possible. Um it's also very possible that he's not yet signed. Either yeah. things could be true, but I I think from everything we've seen from the sources who've posted it from 
our our dear friend Valer, who broke the story. Mm-hmm. Um, we do love Valer. We love Valer. Um, give him a smooch next time you see him with consent. Ask for consent, then, then smooch him. Um, if he knows you that way, smooch him. Um, but yeah, like everything I've seen says he is coming to Nashville. He is our guy. And I, I'm 0% worried about the timing of it and about how he's going to fit in. He seems like picture perfect for what Gary wants. Um, when he was uh, pushing with not Nottingham, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With Forrest. When he was pushing Nottingham Forrest to promote, they they played – he played basically the way Gary wants a striker to play. Yeah. He is, well, and- he is the perfect fit. And and to top it all off, I've been playing with him on FIFA, and the boy can ball. <laughs> I mean, that's that's really all we need to hear. Yeah. He balls on FIFA. Yeah. So, I also um, speaking of things that we needed to hear, uh, Hani apparently said something today at All Star Press uh, addressing the Qatar rumors, and he shut that shit down. Yeah, he's he was like, like, "Nah, that ain't me." Yeah, he's like, I'm married to an American. I'm enjoying my time in, yeah. in Nashville, you know, whatever. <laughs> they have built this project around me, and I'm winning trophies. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, well, you know what? Let's. Speaking of Hani, he's been on a little bit of a cold streak. He did, I mean, I get the whole team's been on a cold streak, but... That's, yeah, that's the I, thing for me. And that's that's another thing, and I was thinking about this today. Think Again, think back about, was it, what, four or five games the cold streak's been going on. It's five, right? Uh, it's at least five. I think we're like think, one, like oh one and four. Or yeah. Some shit. Think back on this five game cold streak. Hani has hit the post like six times. I don't know the actual mm-hmm. number. You you can look it, it feels up. Feels like that. My my actual guess was he's hit the post three to four times because it I, feels like more than that. And and again, and we've mentioned this the last two podcasts. Other than Cincinnati, these games have been one mistake or one near miss or one whatever away from flipping the other direction, which is why I want everyone to calm the fuck down a little bit. Because <laughs> nope. Hani doesn't hit the post in a couple of these, it's at least a draw, right? Uh, yeah. The Philly game, the uh, hockey style like scrum around the net that happened four or five times on corner kicks, one of those squeaks in, it's a completely different game. Like I felt like watching that Philadelphia game, I was going to like explode from anxiety because it was on my side of the field. I was freaking the fuck out watching those corner kicks go off post, off of bodies on the goal line, like insanity. A couple things change, man. And we're still in second place looking okay. So yeah, it's just it's frustrating to not beat Philadelphia when they don't have Andre Blake because Andre Blake no, is yeah, extremely is ludicrous. Um I don't know. Speaking of things happening in front of you in front of that end of the stadium in the second half, it feels like Nashville has attacked towards the back line in the past like six home games. Yeah. In the second I half. I don't like it. No, they've attacked it towards or, us in the first half. In the first half, yeah, sorry. I don't like it. Uh yeah, I don't know. I don't know what goes into that, honestly. If there's any strategy behind it at all, um, yeah. I mean, it's got to be like coin flip stuff. Well, yeah, but like, I don't know. I, I yeah, I would much, pre- I would much prefer having the team attack towards the back line in the second half because obviously, yeah. like, that drives the energy, right? 
Um, yeah. You know what? This Everything we're saying is bringing up weird tangents for me. So this is the <laughs> first game I've ever been at an NSC match, not in the supporter section. Going okay, all the well, way, going all the way back to NFC 2013. Maybe, uh, maybe don't do it again. Yeah, maybe don't do it again, right? But yeah, but I do want to give props to the back line. It's you know it's loud when you're in it because duh, mm-hmm. you're like you can barely hear because the drums are blowing out your your ear your eardrums because you're right there, right? It's obviously very loud when you're in it. I was as far away as physically possible. I was on the other side of the stadium and up. And it was at least in the first half before shit hit the fan, like nuts. Like I won't say deafening because we didn't score, but it was a constant, like my watch kept telling me, Hey, it's too loud. Hey, it's too loud on the other side of the stadium. Yeah. I it's, it's a testament to one, the passion of the fan base we've built and two, I'm so glad we have the overhangs above the <laughs> above the stadium because it funnels noise right back in, it, man. It keeps everything in. Um, in response to H Man and Chat earlier saying we have a fi- massive finishing problem, uh, could we like crowdsource? Could we just crowdsource just like a whole bunch of generic Viagra and send it to the stadium? True. Help with the finishing problem. Shut the fuck up. Just for the memes. <laughs> oh man i feel like it'd be funny it would be funny um but yeah no props i I, props to the fans other than throwing a bottle but again that's like three people uh yeah we had one with someone in my section threw something i was just like seriously that's alarming you can't get away with that shit like we are not as densely populated as the back line is and even then they don't get away with motherfucker i can see you (laughs) right (laughs) oh shit um but yeah so nah. enough about that. Did you watch the messy thing last night? No, I no. I was playing Call of Duty because they have a camo event, and camo events are fun. Yeah, I watched uh, the beginning of it. I didn't watch it. I was driving, and I had it playing through my speakers in my car. Um, and then I watched some highlights after. Um, I mean, it's a cool moment for the league, I guess. Yeah, like, I'm happy. I'm I'm happy. Messi is in the league. I want him to do decent, just not against Nashville. And uh, Miami is going to still finish real bad. <laughs> yeah, I guess my my thing is I want him to give a shit. Like you had an era of European stars. I know he's Argentinian, but he played in mm-hmm. Europe. Mm-hmm. That the era of players with like Lampard, Gerard, Pirlo, and they came over here and they didn't give a shit. Yeah. They were just like, we're here for the cash and the cash alone. And then you have other players like David Villa or Thierry Henry or Zlatan to an extent. Yeah. And they came here and they played. And that's what I that's what I want Messi to do, as if he gives a shit what I want him to do. Yeah. Uh I did see where his kid megged him on that the was field. Hilarious. And that is amazing. That was fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, a couple people in chat um, are saying that the <laughs> Apple missed the mark on the on the broadcast itself. Um, I, I did. I did, did notice subpar? some someone got fired today because the mics were not coming through the broadcast. 
they were yeah. they ended up having to turn up the field mics closest to a speaker, which Oof. is bad. Uh, not, yeah, not not a good look for MLS. So I guarantee someone got fired today. Uh, yeah. it, again, look, great for the league, great for Miami. Um, fuck Miami. Um, I think Messi's gonna come in and do at least try. Like he's he's gonna play. He's probably gonna get frustrated at his teammates and at the team. What? No, um, he's not signing for the worst team in the league or anything. And and I I. I don't want this to be misconstrued as I don't want Messi in the league because I do. I'm glad he's here. But I yet again am seeing weird Euro snob losers point being like, oh, retirement league, retirement league, retirement league. And it's like, tell me you haven't watched a single minute of MLS in the past five years. Like, that's how yeah. you do it. Because they've mostly, like, yes, there's going to be some some older European players that come over, sure. But the league has turned from a a retirement league to a league that farms and sells young talent, yeah. um, which I think is the natural progression to a prominent league, right? Yeah, I agree. It, you know the the thing that's so frustrating to me about the person you are referencing is I don't, I don't know if I, I've, se- I've seen this a bunch of times. I don't, I'm not referencing. Oh, I know, I person. know. But for for Messi's situation specifically, for the situation we find ourselves in now. It's the talking shit about Messi coming over and, you know, retirement league, this, that, and the other. And then in the same tweet, talking up the Qatar league, like they aren't more of a stereotypical retirement league yeah. than MLS is. Yeah. Like it, that's, that's the thing that gets me. It's, I'm very proud of the MLS progressing in the way it has. Um, because yeah. at one point in time, it was a retirement league. It, it went oh, from being it went from being a league where you know failed college you know not failed college soccer players and and failed European players came to play. Then it transitioned into kind of a retirement league, bringing in old older aging stars, and now it's transitioned into a league that farms young talent. Like these steps are pushing us towards the point of being a top five league. Yeah, it, it's it will happen eventually, um, just not right now. And th- these are the correct steps to take because if they if they went out and just spent, and I'm not talking now, I'm talking like 2005 or whatever. If they went out and just spent as much money as possible, you would have the NASL, the original NASL, all over yeah. again. The league wouldn't be able to handle it. You wouldn't have organically built the um, the league from the ground up like you had it would have been too much too fast and collapsed or it would have been like uh the chinese league was a few years ago when they were buying they were they were the saudi arabian league of 5 years ago where they were buying up all these players and now no one hears a damn thing about the chinese league anymore right yeah yeah absolutely i i think mls is doing it correctly albeit uh very slowly and kind of frustrating at this point because i need them to raise the salary cap but other yeah. than that like to this I point think- I think they've done everything almost perfect. Yeah. I I saw someone in, in the NSC Discord shared a tweet earlier where Don Garber was acknowledging, like, there's going to be something that has to change. Yeah. And I was like, good. Like, raise the salary cap I, somewhat comically. What's, what's the current? They need to put a floor. What's the current salary cap? Do we know? Oh, I don't even know. Whatever that is, 
Fuck it. Double it. Uh, holy shit. Uh, for the 2023 season, the MLS salary budget, excluding DPs and allocation money, is $5.21 million per team. Uh, okay. Uh, triple it. What? Let, let's bring that up to like 20 million. Bring that up to like 20 million. And I don't know. Yeah. Bring, boost it a lot. Le- I also I, think leave all of the other mechanisms in place. Other than maybe we need to, we need to go full American sports though, and we need to give like a mid-level exception contract for some like to try to grab the NBA fans who like that's a term that I know. Like there needs to be some weird like you made a funky (laughs) trade and this is what you get out of it. Jay Mazza in chat says lower the cap, get rid of DPS, bring back PKs from the midfield. Nineteen ninety six, (laughs) baby. I. I there want was, that on there's a t-shirt. A rumor that, there's a rumor they're bringing back the PKs for uh, the All-Star. Like I think it's part of the skills challenge tomorrow. I would love them to do that in the game because the idea of so, like, do that in the Arsenal's game. top players doing that shit is comical. Say, do that in the game and then someone from Arsenal gets fucking kneecapped by, <laughs> by the uh, DC <laughs> goalie. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and that would actually that would actually not be good. That'd be great. Uh, maybe they, It'd be great maybe they won't do that. Do you do you have a a Premier League or a uh, English like team you care about? Yes. Late on me. It is it is Manchester United. Uh, I don't. And it has been a rough decade. I don't. And with how nice Forest fans have been, I might. I've considered it. I and like I'm not going to get up and watch the games early, but I'll buy your jersey. I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, Plus, they got a little tree. Forest. I like their little tree. Forest, to me, in the past like twelve months, they've signed like thirty-five players. And as a Nashville fan, I have a as, moral opposition to teams trying to improve. As a lifelong Forest so, fan, I need you to stop talking shit about Nottingham Forest. <laughs> Plus, I mean, let's be honest. The first thing we know about Nottingham as Americans is the sheriff of Nottingham from Disney's animated Robin Hood movie. No, it's that Surge is coming to Nashville and he's bigger than Messi. What are you talking about? I mean, my fucking water bottle is bigger than Messi. That's fair. He's a small Oh, you meant like metaphorically. Well, metaphorically, Uh, but yeah. But I mean, both. I mean, physically. He's like two and a half Messi's. Like if you stack, if you cut the second Messi in half and stack it on top of the first Messi and then stretch that Messi... Width wise, I don't like the imagery of that. I, hey, no one, no one, no one animate this. Heebie <laughs> jeebies. All right, so what what do we got up next? Who I guess we got the All Star game. I don't want to predict it. Hani Mukhtar double hat trick in the All Star game. Sure, that's my prediction. Um, yeah, I. If I'm, the skills challenge wasn't on Tuesday night, I would probably prefer to watch it than the All Star game itself. Um, but obviously, you know, movie night on Tuesdays, every night, it's one of my favorite things. Yeah. So I'm probably just get highlights. I'm bubbed out that they, um, went back to playing a random European team and not the league MX all-stars. I feel like, I feel like MLS all-stars versus league MX all-stars was a game I want to watch. I don't give a shit about watching Arsenal and the MLS all-stars not try for 90 minutes. Yeah, exactly. You know? 
Um, like I'm sure, the, I'm sure a couple players are going to try to ball out because they want, they have aspirations of going to Europe. But like Arsenal's not going to care. Yeah. What do they have to? What do they have to prove? At least the Liga MX team that was they don't like, lose to MLS. Well, yeah, but like at least the that's ML, what they have to prove. At least the Liga MX team was like, there's like the US Mexico rivalry. Like a lot of those players yeah. have played in that rivalry. Like that was that was so much more fun than than whatever the fuck this is going to be. I'm going to watch the skills challenge and then I'll watch the highlights later. Yeah, my my thing, my big my MLS tinfoil hat. That I that is bigger picture than anything else is I want MLS to get to a nice even number of teams, whether yeah. that's 30, 32, 40, whatever. And I want them to fully split into East and West and have them be two separate leagues. I mean, yeah, makes sense. And the all-star game actually matters because MLS Cup is the playoffs like yeah. other American professional sports are. Yeah. That's what I want. I mean, I can see it happening. Maybe I don't know. I I just I really really liked, and I thought they I thought they did it perfectly when they had yeah. MLS versus League MX, and I forget what podcast <laughs> or what. Go ahead. Make it U.S. players versus internationals. U.S. would get oh, fucking stomped. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I I forget what podcast or what show or whatever said it, but I I believe the the theory is that they did away with that for this uh, iteration of the all-star game because they want to push focus towards the league's cup, mm-hmm. which I still can't tell if I give a shit about if I'm being real. I actively don't. I, I hope Nashville wins on, of you know, honestly, but I don't think, I think I will start to give a shit if, if we accidentally progress and then it's like, Oh, that's yeah. Champions. Yeah, that's like where I'm at. if champions league, if a Champions League bid is within reach, I will care the most <laughs> about League's Cup. But for now, I don't care that much. Yeah. Apparently, there are, there are two possible situations that I would very much like to see happen. Uh, both of them involve advancing a, a fair amount. Um, one would be getting far enough that you host uh, Mazatlan God, that'd and be then we so would funny. finally, we would finally gonna, get to see Akiloba start at Geodas Park. You think they're going to go through? You think they're going to win? No, they're bad. No, I. But I want to see it just for the meme. Like I want to see Akiloba go ninety at Geodas Park the for odds, the first time. The the sports betting <laughs> odds on that would be like plus five million. Like that's in no probably. What I do want to see is us match is, up. I don't even know if it's possible against Chivas and get a uh, Daniel Rios return to Nashville. Oh, I didn't think about that uh, because the second one I thought of was advance far enough and host Miami. That would be great too. I, I that would, would be incredible. I would enjoy that. I I would enjoy that. Do um, we boo Ake? I mean, I don't think we boo him. I just think I he doesn't get like a, a like if Daniel Rio shows back up and we're playing Chivas for some reason, he is going to get yeah. like. A king's welcome back to Nashville. He's gonna get. I, I think so. He will yeah. get applause, cheers, whatever. Um, if Ake Loba comes Ake, back to Nashville, Ake gets like it'll a be, muted. It, it'll like it'll be like if any other player came back to Nashville. I have no problem with the guy. He seemed like a good guy. He was on, you know, yeah. he's on the team, whatever. But like, I I feel nothing about him being in this. I tell you, I tell you who it would be, who it would feel like, Brian. It would feel like when Derek Jones comes back to to Geodis. Yeah, like he, 
he was an important player for Nashville for a second. He's gone now, though. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's, yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. That's about cool. how I would feel about it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's about right. Probably a little less than that, honestly. Yeah, because at least at least he was in USL days too. Yeah, he was. He was a t- acquired in like mid twenty nineteen. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I guess uh, that about does it. I mean, we got nothing to predict. We got the uh, All Star game. Anything to predict. So that's it. Like I said, it'll just the podcast will just kind of end. Um, yeah. John, anything uh, else? Do you want to talk about soup? You mentioned talking about soup. No, you just made me mad. <laughs> okay. We we went to Hot Pot uh, on Saturday for Meg's birthday, Ooh. which is kind of like a make your own soup, if you're unfamiliar. Um, I have only been there twice, so I didn't have the best time. I could use some soup but, right now. Yeah. Brian, I, is, is I the ocean soup? I'm no, the ocean's not soup. Why is the ocean not soup? Because it's not food. It has food in it. It's not food. I feel like that's the same level of ridiculousness as cake is bread. No, because cake is food. The ocean has fish in it. Fish is food. It has water in but it. But is water the ocean is food. food? It, it has food John, in it. John, we are going... Let's both take a week off. Let's drive to the nearest <laughs> ocean. And we will do a live stream from the ocean of you drinking ocean. Let's see how this goes. No, it has... It, it's the ocean in its entirety. Is it soup? We're just getting a glass. No, like, no. like my water bottle is not soup. No, okay, it's just water. Okay, okay. Let's let's say for instance, I have a bowl that has fish in it, and then I pour okay. motor motor oil into that bowl. Is it now soup? It depends how you define soup. And I define soup as food. Okay, <laughs> is motor oil food? I mean, I've watched the end of Quantum of Solace, so. Look, unless Did you're you know a transformer, dot com, it takes you to Lipton. Cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So before before we end things here, uh, Travis does hate friends and is not. Um, it's not hands, hates so. friends. Uh, thank you for listening. We, oh, go ahead. Do we have any progress on a Butterslug shirt and or sticker? I feel uh, like sticker would be fun. I was making progress on that, and then we did the rebrand, and I'm kind of resetting my idea for what I was going to do, but it will happen. Okay. Um, okay. And it will be, if you're watching the live stream, it will be similar to what's in the bottom right corner. Uh, and if you're not watching the live stream, uh, we've changed our, our handle. Twitch.tv so slash has been entertainment because twitch.tv slash has been is taken. What about just has been ENT? Um, like where your nose throat doctors. Well, here's the thing. I can't change it for another 60 days. So we're mm, stuck. Cool. Okay. Uh, but yeah, thanks guys for listening, watching, however you consume this podcast. <laughs> we will catch you next Monday with something. Probably. Probably. Uh, I think that's fair. Please uh, rate five stars. Follow us on... Hey, if you follow us on Apple Podcast and you <laughs> don't follow us on Spotify, go download every episode. <laughs> rate five stars on both. Because let me tell you what, it fucking helps. It helps in the algorithm. Download the episodes on both platforms. You don't got to listen to them. Just download it. Please, for the love of God. Okay, that's it. John, anything else? And if we get, what is it, 100 five-star reviews, you eat a bug? I, it's, yeah, sure. It, 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 it's, uh, yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Five stars. I think, I think that's what you said anyway. It is. Five stars for bug. Bug bug is food. Bug is food. Uh, motor oil and ocean is not food. Mm, interesting. We'll, yeah. have to, we'll have to keep discussing. Yeah, yeah. All right. Bye, guys. See y'all.